It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella. With me, as always, my brother from another mother, it's Trader Andy. What's going on today, dude? What's up, my man? How are we doing today? Hanging in there. Not, nothing really going on. You all right? Yeah, it looks like a nice night you got out there. It's nice. I hear it's, the crickets going. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, you hear that? Mm. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I thought the crickets were actually one of these uh, slow drafts. I mean, I, I, I actually have uh, – what the, what the hell league is that? Um, uh, the belly up bowl I'm in. And in the, in the fourth round, we went 35 hours with one pick taken. Because for some reason, sleeper, it it when the clock runs out, when, when the clock when the uh, overnight stop starts, they restart the clock in the morning. I'm like, what is this garbage? So yeah, some guy milked 35, 35 uh, hours on the clock in one day. Wow, minute. wow, <laughs> that's bad. That's terrible. Nick, so how are you doing, slogan. man? What's what's going on? Doing good, doing good. Driving all over the place today. It's finally home. Nice. We're doing good. Nice. All right. So let's start it off the way we always do. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Take take a victory lap. Tell us what's going on. Good. Uh, victory. Um, <laughs> nothing too crazy. You know, football season's ramping up. I'm going to Florida next week for work for a week. We're going to Wildwood at the end of the month. So just a lot to look forward to. That's it right now. And just finished chess day. So it's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, what do you got for us? Uh, well, as both of you guys know, and the podcast really doesn't matter, but it's my victory lap. I'm a diehard New York Knicks fan, and they just acquired Kemba Walker to run the point guard. And uh, we, we spent some money, and we're going to be uh, solid again this year. Yeah, you 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 sent that to uh, Nick and I in the group text, and I was like, is that, is that good, bad? I mean, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My, my victory lap is last week, we, you know, Talking with Lenny Melnick, that that just freaking made my month, man. That was awesome. He was amazing. Yeah. Not only did he just bring it and and do a great yeah. job with the content, but he he spent a good uh, half an hour talking to me and Andy, j- just giving us a little mentorship. So thanks for that, Lenny. If if you happen to be watching, we really do appreciate that. All right, Nick, what's your crash and burn for this week? So I just moved about six months ago to to the area here down in Central Jersey, which doesn't Welcome. exist. Welcome and um. I love the we, my uh, my two year old and we have um, three girls across the street and we are literally with them every single night. My daughter loves their daughter. And they have a four, two, and a one year old, so it's awesome. But um, the husband is a huge Jets fan, which is perfect. And um, I get the the casual conversation. Hey, do you play fantasy football? So I'm gonna play along with it. I'm like, yeah, you know, here and there, I, I play a little bit with it. And he, and I and I see what he's doing. He's fishing. He's like, yeah, you want to join our league? It's a three hundred and fifty dollar league. I'm like, oh. So I looked at my wife, who knows how many leagues I'm in and how much money I spend. But we make it back, and she's shaking her head no. I'm like, why not? It's easy money. She goes, <laughs> she goes you, you play in our family league, and you haven't won the championship every year. Like, <laughs> I've been in the championship three out of four years. Your team, I managed to the championship last year. It don't matter, though. And then she goes, I don't think you're up. You've, you've played against that cut level of competition before. <laughs> what? Wow! I'm gonna go drink. 
But then again, maybe she's doing me a favor because I don't know if I can handle us another another draft, especially that much money. That, that, that that's what's funny is most most of the uh, most of the leagues that are that are highly competitive with really good players are, are free leagues that yeah. we play in. Just yeah. because it's just because it's big money, it just means these people have money to burn. I, I enjoy the Scott Fishbowl. I enjoyed the Scott Fishbowl last year. Held a lot more than my uh, my two hundred dollar work league. Yep. I, I enjoyed the hell out of Scott Fish. That was the one I wanted to go further in versus my money leagues. Right, Nick. How many slow drafts do you have going right now? Uh, none right now. I have one that's going to start. What? I have one that's going to start. We I just finished my Razzball team, but um, I was going to talk to you later on about the uh, some etiquette with the uh, slow drafts and opinions on that. Let's talk about it right now because yeah, I got right. some situations going on. I'm actually in six slow drafts right now. I have four going on underdog. Then the uh, drafting with Giants started today, and uh, your your buddy Steffi Smalls has been milking the clock for about two hours already. So my Warrior Bowl, um, 101, was, I was 101. I took Mahomes. And then 102, MIA. For hours, like six, seven hours, and everyone's. But apparently, he messaged the day before saying, "Oh, I'm going to be at work. I can't pick." And then the, I guess, the commissioner of Warrior can see each league's um, chats, so he jumped in and said, "Hey, you're 102. Give me two players, and I will pick one of those two players for you. You know, to move the draft along." He never did. And then I, I messaged him like, "Hey, is there? Can we put a player in?" He goes, "I can't." He never gave me a name, so we sat there for like six, seven hours waiting for to get off of work. Right. See, I, I don't understand. Like, like I, I understand, especially in the warrior bowl that's based out of, out of uh, Europe. So a lot mm -hmm. of the, a lot of the, the players, there's even players from Australia. So the, the time difference comes into play a lot, but the bottom yeah. line is yeah. if you, if you enter one of these large field charity leagues that, that, you know, everybody on Twitter is jumping all over, or even if you enter an underdog, like, you, be present for the first round, like, mm -hmm. and then if, if if life gets in the way, life gets in the way. But I still, still get it. But if you're if you're also de depending on where you're at, if you're two or three picks away, you can always set a queue before you go to yeah. sleep. Yep. Uh, you know, if you're six or seven picks away, who no. knows what's going to happen? And, and I you may not point. even want to. I mean, Jesus, I'm here on live on the air, and I'm making my picks while I have to. I woke up. I wake up at work at three, four in the morning. Sometimes I woke up at two a.m. during a warrior bowl and I made a pick, just right. thinking like, "Hey, these guys in England are probably awake by now, and let me just make my quick pick, right. and I'll go back to sleep or whatever." Right. But I mean, the first round, I totally. It's. I think it's unacceptable in the first round. Once you get past the first round, I, I get it. People work. People have lives. But like that first round, everyone's hopped up. I had my computer open. I was all psyched up for warrior bowl, <laughs> and then sitting there staring at one hundred two. Yeah, but it, unless you have a job like you're a corrections officer in a freaking prison or something like that, you, 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 you should be you. you should be able to look at your phone every three or four hours at some oh, point. The worst thing's glued, glued to me, right? I don't know. All right, Andy, what's your crash and burn other than listening to us ramble about slow drafts for for five minutes? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to take a knee here and officially crash and burn on here now. Uh, a couple months back, I was asked a question. Uh, me and Jeff both answered it, and uh, I said one answer, and he said the other, and I actually lost the the thing. Obviously, he got hurt, AK forty seven or Alex Krilov, but Joey Votto has outplayed Krilov like 
he was like one of the hottest players in baseball. And I said Kirilov would outplay him, and I was wrong, and I'm going to admit it right now. Uh, at the time, Votto was batting 190 with five home runs. Uh, since then, he, he was batting 300 with like 16 home runs. The guy's been on fire. So yeah, I'll take he, a knee to that. He he might be the, the July player of the month for the National League. I, I, I didn't look for the award, but, I mean, he was a stud. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'll, I'll take credit, and I have him on yeah. my uh, on my thirty team, uh, my thirty team league, Votto. So he's he's been a boon for me. So I'll take that. Nice. My crash and burn is baseball. Also, uh, Anthony Rendon out for the season. <laughs> two two leagues. Yeah. The, the the AL only auction that Andy and I do. He was our most expensive hitter that we spent on this year, and Andy Spiteri's home league, which is I I said my number one league this year. I, I lost him. Thank, thankfully, I drafted uh, Ryan McMahon in the bench rounds in that, so I, I had a, a easy. I mean, I'm using him every day, obviously, but I had a built-in replacement. So, all right, anyone got something they want to rant about, or we want to move on talk about some football? Yeah, I got one. Um, nice. Oh, so, oh. so before we get into quarterbacks, we all know Carson Wentz is injured. Uh, Nelson's out for a while. It's kind of driving me crazy to see people now taking victory laps, saying. Oh, I told you about Jonathan Taylor. I told you he was going to be a bust. <laughs> the man hasn't taken a snap in a preseason game yet, and people are already saying he's a bust this year. What, what are we talking about? It's not in the player. We're talking about the quarterbacks out, which means you're going to get seven, eight-man boxes. The best offensive lineman's out. I saw a stat today, I think on Twitter. It was He's averaging four yards a rush on, hit, on Nelson's side and two yards on the opposite side. And I think the Colts have the toughest run uh, defense schedule in the first half. And then – Second half breakout, but it kind of—I don't know—it frustrates me to see people like, "Oh, back in May, I said Taylor is going to be a bust, and he's going to should be faded." Nobody expected Wentz to get hurt. Nobody, well, maybe we did, but nobody expected a situation like this. All right, no, I hear you, and here comes an unpopular but hot take. But we're very involved with this community. The baseball community is just better. It's it's just more inclusive. There's so many ding dongs out there in the football community that are just troll city. And just not good people. <laughs> it's it's real. I don't see that in baseball so much, man. There's people out there that are that are just out to gotcha, and that are ready to jump on you when something goes slightly wrong. Like I mean, I saw I saw what you're talking about today. Like saying anyone anyone that's uh, downgrading Taylor was taking an easy way out of a bad take. Like oh, yeah, no, on, no, not at all. And, it was... and, and he's he's very well respected. I, I'm not going to say his name on here, but. Uh, that was just bad. Like, like you you make a take, and then you're obviously if you have rankings, you have to downgrade it. Like, of course, what, what else are you supposed to do? Say I'm, I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to draft him at, at 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 number four overall, even though he's hurt. With the offense, Taylor was he was my RB five. I right. mean, now he's in the Eckler territory with me. I mean, I still love the I still love the player, but now you got to look at the schedule and the uh, the quarterback situation, and obviously losing. Probably the best lineman in football, in my opinion, the interior lineman at least. Right. Cool. All right. I, I feel you on that, man. But and that's the other thing too, is like you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. How many things do we talk about? It's a very or? it's a very polarizing topic though, Jonathan Taylor. It's it's like com two completely different aisles, and there's like no in the middle. It's either you love them or you hate them. And if you hate them, you're gonna try and basically knock somebody for taking them over Zeke, Saquon. Or, you know, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, et cetera. Right. Heard. 
All right. Well, we're here to uh, break down quarterbacks today. So let, let's start a little bit globally. Um, you know, most people's home leagues are one quarterback. Uh, yeah. so, so, so let's just, uh, mention super flex real quick and get it out of the way. Um, Nick, as a general strategy and Andy, you could add in too. When do you usually want to look for a quarterback in Superflex? What, what, what's the earliest you'll do it? What's the latest you'll do it? So my um, my one long-standing home league, um, we just this year they want to go to Superflex, and I'm going quarterback round one. My first two picks either will be quarterback, quarterback, or quarterback, running back, depending on the board. Nice. I just did one that I went. Uh, what did I do? I I went quarterback second and third in a Superflex after Kelsey in the fine. first. Still yeah. fine. I love it. I love it. He's got to stack those running backs later on. Andy, you're you're a big quarterback, quarterback, super flex also. I think you did that in, in fish, right? Yeah. I definitely want to get uh, two quarterbacks in the first four rounds, probably in the first three rounds if possible, and uh, feed the wide receivers. Yep. Now, that's something I wanted to a ask ask you, Nick. Um Moving on kind of to a, to a one quarterback, but we as a collective mm -hmm. believe wholeheartedly in the zero wide receiver theory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, does that, do, does waiting until round five or later to take your first wide receiver while most other teams have two, maybe even three, does that lend us to maybe taking somebody like Mahomes in the third round? If we could get yeah. running back, running back. No. Are, are we are we able to do that, or we're staying away from I that? Won't, I won't. I won't. I won't do it. I, so last year, um, one of my home leagues, I, I was confident in my draft ability. I said, you know what? I had I took uh, Kamara in the first, and I said, you know what? Let's be different here. Uh, I took Mahomes in a second, and I regretted it the entire season. I could have had Aaron Jones there. Um, I did make the semifinals. It was a struggle, a hardcore struggle. But um, I, I just I didn't like my makeup of my team. Uh, so I think. I'm better off going running back, running back, tight end, running back, running back, running back. Stack the running backs because once you get to the fifth, sixth round, you're in timeshares and who knows what after that. So you're confident in your uh, draft strategy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Your, your, your wife's not. So I was just No, she's not. You, she's not. If you were. <laughs> no, I drafted her entire team the last three, four seasons of this home league and managed uh, it all season long. But, you know. You got, you got free money in your neighborhood and she's telling oh, you no. God. Free money, nineteen hundred, nineteen hundred to first. Wow, uh, but second. but Nick, Nick, what about this angle? All right, now you know I'm a Kelsey guy. I'm a Kelsey in the first. Uh, I, I I'm Kelsey. I'm Kelsey at one oh four. that's what I'm doing. Um, what? A, and it doesn't even have to be Kelsey. What if you build your team, let's say, with, and the players don't matter. It's the build. Say you go Kelsey, Aaron Jones, Mahomes. And Swift. So you got two very good running backs. You got a tight end leverage over everybody. You got Mahomes leveraged over everybody. And then you go into your wide rec wide receivers at that point. It's not terrible. Um, I looked at CBS this morning. The um, the draft room has Kelsey in a full point PPR. I think fourth or fifth overall now. Like the, that, heli the helium's at. there. The helium's there, and he's going to be taken all over. And I could see that pushing a Darren Waller. George Kittle into the second round, maybe even the first, depending on who you're drafting with, because these home leagues are completely out of left field. But right. uh, I'm, I've the, that's the problem that right now you're looking at. You have the, the first four picks, I think, are are locked in. You have CMC, you have Dalvin Cook, you have Kamara, you have Henry. I think those are the top four picks. 
at least in my opinion, in redraft. What do you do at five? I feel like any any running back you take could be could be taken at nine or ten. Zeke, Saquon, Taylor's getting faded. I won't go receiver. I mean, maybe it is Kelsey there. And then you I, take Antonio Gibson. I think I think I saw um, one of the CBS crew. I think it was Jamie. Uh, he put it up there this morning. Uh, why would you could take Kelsey with the fifth pick, and then you get Antonio Gibson on the flip? Yeah, that, that, that's a very. I've done that several times. I, I like that a lot. I've done that several times. I my my rankings are, are a little bit different for the top four than everybody else. So I'm kind of setting myself up for a crash and burn because I basically put CMC one, Henry two. Cook three, Kelsey four. That's how I rank it. So, well, what about the format though? Is it and, keep, would you put Henry above Kamara and Cook in a PPR format? Like no, full, yeah, full yeah. I, I, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking Henry at, at two, no matter what their format is. I, I don't care. He was number three running back in a PPR setup last year. I don't. That, that's the thing with the first round, especially at a running back. I don't need if I draft him second overall. I don't need him to be the second overall. I just need him to be a steady top five, six running back, and I need him to be healthy and give me consistency. Yeah. And I know I'm getting that from Henry. And Dalvin Cook may have a better year than him. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit back and say that I lost because at number two overall, I took Derrick Henry and left Cook on the board. And then they both went on to have great seasons and Cook outranked him. I didn't lose if I got what I wanted out of Henry. And that's the way I look at it. So yeah, that, getting... that's why I rank him that way. I have question marks about Kamara. So I, I'm just oh, not, I'm not confident in, in taking him before Kelsey. So I, I'm going to be in over 30, 30 leagues this year, not including best balls. And I'm going to have, I'm probably going to have Kel Kelsey or Henry, if not both. I'm, yeah. I'm probably 75% of them. Cause I haven't I have, gotten the, I haven't gotten the number one pick once yet. I have the third pick at a full point PPR and it's Kamara or Henry for me right there at three. Right. So it's a month long decision. I have, I, I, Twice today had the number two pick and took Henry, and people ask me that's a, what the that's hell, the problem. What I, the I hell mean, are you doing? I'm like, I I don't want the number two pick. I want the number Steve, four pick. And into the quarterback, I don't think the Saints are going to commit to one long term quarterback all season. I think they're going to mix and match. I think if they say Jameis is starting, you're going to see Taysom Hill come in and take that goal line carry. You're going to see him come in and Kamara's going to just be sitting there. So maybe you do take Henry at three. Right. All right. Well, we've been on the air for 20 minutes and we haven't mentioned one quarterback yet. And this is our quarterback show. So let's All get right, to quarterback it. Quarterbacks it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll start off. We'll go in uh, ADP order. You tell me, uh, you know, you know, tell me what kind of exposure you have, what scenarios you're taking each guy, what you think about them, what your expectations are. So Mahomes is obviously the, the one on one of quarterback. DJ LeMayhu, baby. Sorry. Dude, it's football, man. You're the football guy. Stop worrying this about this guy. Doesn't even pay attention. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so <laughs> Mahomes has a late bye week, twelve. That's yeah. kind of important. His ADP is mm -hmm. twenty six. So you're looking at him in the third round. You already yeah. said that you're not doing it. Fourth, I will. I don't. I mean, there, there there will be, be there. Lead, there will be well, leagues that do that. Yeah, late third, but he'll be gone everywhere. You're gonna have the your average person that picks up a fantasy magazine the day before. Is say, oh, Mahomes. I know Mahomes. Take him round one. Right. Do you do you believe him and uh, him and Rogers? Their, their their INT percentage last year was one percent. Both of them. Six INTs, five hundred and eighty-eight attempts. That's ridiculous. That's insanity. 
All right. So Mahomes is a cheat code, but we're not going to have him too many places. Yeah. Uh, in in a super up, flex, we're doing whatever we can to get up to get him. Yeah. Right. All right. I have no dynasty shares. That's that's disappointing. I should have I should have done some dynasty startups four years ago because I would have been all over him. But all right, Josh Allen, Andy, you like this guy or you're staying away from it? ADP thirty eight has a bye week in the middle of the season, week seven. I mean that that's good. The bye week is good. The the rushing uh, yards I think has come down the past year, and it might come down a little more. But I, you know, he's he's really good. I just don't know if I'm going to spend the pick to get him. Nick, where are you at? I'm on record. I, I did not like Josh Allen come out of the draft, and he proved me wrong last year. Right. Um, I don't know. The price still seems a little high for me. I probably would. I probably would stay away from him. I like. I personally like Kyler better. I, I do too. There, there's just red flags with Allen for me. He had his his completion percentage went up over ten percent year over year. Um, the the uh, they had the heaviest percentage of pass plays in the league by far. They had that one game that they had like five rushing attempts. And if I'm not mistaken, they added uh, Matt Breida, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they have Zach Moss, <laughs> Devin Singletary, Matt Breida. I mean. Right. Maybe maybe Zach Moss starts taking goal line carries. I don't know. Right. All right. So I I, I think we're all on the same page. If you're gonna if you're gonna use pick thirty eight, which is which is uh early fourth round on, on Josh Allen, you're better off just waiting until the end of that round and taking Kyler Murray. You get the running ability. Which he I think he said he's gonna run less this year, but you still get that running ability. Right. Um you you believe he he's in the league, what two years, right? Yeah, first uh, first pick, twenty nineteen, right. And he's he's only only the third player to ever rush for three thousand yards, and uh, I'm sorry, rush for five hundred yards and pass for three thousand two years in a row. It's only the third time it's happened. So the sky's the limit with this guy. Um, I I think one of the things too that that separates him that allows for him to take that next step is he was pretty poor last year at intermediate throws. Like he was very good at the dump off and he has a great deep ball as well. And he has that, that, uh, scramble ability like, like, like Mahomes does. But I, I think with the, with the new receiving core and with freaking, uh, your boy, Rondell Moore, he looks good. He looks good. He looks good. And he's a burner. So he's going to get down the field and allow Hopkins to be in his normal role. AJ Green, these guys are great possession receivers. Green looks, Green looks good that, too. That intermediate, that intermediate, like, is is going to be a lot, a lot better. I know that's your guy, Andy, and you're expecting big yep. things. It Absolutely. just, I, I know we're talking quarterbacks here, but it just seems like there's so many more teams now that are have three viable fantasy receivers, and that's just mm-hmm. why a zero wide receiver works. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's another one. All right, so I I rank Murray over Allen myself, even though the ADP doesn't say that. You guys do as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. I know you're big on the Lamar train. Uh, you know he he had a down year last year, but he was ended up as cor- quarterback number ten overall. Still had a thousand yards. The thousand yards represented the third best total by a quarterback in history. Uh, obviously, the first his rookie year was the uh, first when when he had twelve hundred yards. So do we expect him to take that step back into the top five this year? He's being drafted as if he will. I, I think so. I, uh, as soon as he gets uh, cleared with the COVID, uh, he'll be uh, ready to roll. Uh, but I, I think he's going to have a 
you know, they put some nice weapons with them now. They drafted some wide receivers. I, I just I love the running game. I, I think he's uh, poised to break back into where he was. The issue with him, I think, right now is um, Marquise Brown, which he didn't do much last year after being overhyped. He's got the hamstring injury. Um, Rashad Bateman's a rookie who is a very good rookie. I, I, they have J.K. Dobbins, who I think breaks out. They have Gus Bus from RU. Uh, I think they're going to pound the rock a little bit there, too. I think that's going to take away from Lamar's just fantasy points. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But for fantasy, I think he's going to get vultured. Right. One thing I heard about uh, I, I heard about Lamar was in college, his number one receiver every year was six foot four or higher. And Marquise Brown is six foot tall. So I think that's part of why Mark Andrews is his number one target. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Let, let, let's see how that goes. They did – Draft a lot of receivers. They're not breaking in. I I don't know. I, I I'm still up on him. I I'd rather personally have Lamar at that price of ADP fifty than Allen at thirty eight. I would too. I I think I have Lamar over Allen still in my rankings. I, I I have I have Lamar at three, and I have no. I'm sorry. I have Lamar at four, and I have the next guy at three, which is Dak. So where are you guys at with Dak? I know I I know we're uh, drafting yes, him sir. quite a bit. So. Concern with the shoulder, shoulder strain, shoulder soreness, whatever he wants to call it. A little concern. But um, if he's fully healthy, which I hope he is. I mean, CeeDee Lamb looks like he's going to be a bonafide wide receiver one this year. Yep. Mari Cooper is Amari Cooper. They say Gallup's making strides. Blake Jarwin's back. Dalton, you know, Dalton Schultz, Zeke, Tony Pollard. They're stacked. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And their defense is horrible, and that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. terrible. Bad defense equals <laughs> lots of rushing, uh, lots of passing yards. So, yep, bring um, it on, baby. All right, so, so we're we're definitely uh, Dak. Dak is being drafted right about the same as Lamar. They're they're less than a pick away from each other in ADP, both at fifty. I got so Dak over him. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty close on them. All right, number six in ADP at number sixty one. Is Justin Herbert and I, I can't do it. <laughs> it's the Homer in you. That's the Homer in you. I can't do it. Personal it vendetta. <laughs> it really is. It really is. This hit two had a nice throw today. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. He's he's down the road a little bit, but well, I don't Herbert's know, got man. A stacked offense. I mean, it's not even. I mean, he's played great, but you can look at his offense: Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. I mean, it's a stacked talent right there. Jared Cook, I think, is going to have an impact too. Right. It's the the youngest in NFL history with 30 touchdown passes. And, and to think he was going to sit the season out if it wasn't for a doctor puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lung. That's <laughs> wild. I still can't get over that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, that's wild. Uh, so, at ADP 61, are we doing it or no? I'm, yeah. There's still some guys that would take over him here. Right, but mm-hmm. I like I like Herbert. Yeah, I yeah. I, I have no I have no shares. I don't think I'm gonna because I'd rather have. I think he's next, going too high. I I'd rather have the next guy a couple picks later is Russell Wilson. Oh, not him. No, there's, mind. Not, there's another one. There, this is actually I I'm I'm going in in NFFC ADP order for the for the last ten days. So this is after Aaron Rodgers basically said, "Hey, I'm gonna play." That's what I'm looking for here. So, but yeah, he's being drafted ninth overall still. That's a steal, just steal. So we'll get there. So Russell Wilson, um, 
I, I'm interested because of the offensive coordinator change. Their 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 new offensive coordinator yes. used to be the passing game coordinator for the Rams. So we might be seeing a little bit different offense, a little bit less of the Pete Carroll obsession with the run. Well, not even Pete Carroll. I mean, any Jeff fan watching this can extremely relate. Brian Schottenheimer. I absolutely could not stand him as the offensive coordinator back in uh, the Mark Sanchez days. Uh, I was ground and pound all day long, which is nothing wrong with it, but he was just, I, I couldn't get over. He was in Seattle calling plays for Russell. Right. All right. So I, th I think, I think in a one quarterback league, this is where I start getting interested. Mm -hmm. it, yep. it, it's, it's Wilson. This is where the line's drawn. Yeah. This is where I, I, I start looking That's 62. So, you're looking at like the sixth round. So at yeah. this point, at this point, you uh, you probably have three running backs, two receivers, maybe three receivers if you were smart enough to take uh, Kelsey or Waller up top. Uh, so yeah, this is where you could start looking right about here, and I'm happy with it. Yeah, I, six, I, six seven is where I start looking. Right, and Wilson's still going to give you that 500 uh, rushing yard kind kind of average, maybe a little bit lower than that. But that that's the thing; it's really hard. You look at the next guy is Brady be, being drafted at 76th overall, the eighth quarterback. He just doesn't run for more than, you know, the one-yard touchdown plunge, and that's it. He doesn't run yeah. at all. So it's hard. For, like, like, he had do – you, do you realize that last year Brady had the second most touchdowns in his career? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe that. Like, that's this, insane. Yeah, he had 40 touchdowns. That was only this only the second 40. time he had over 40 touchdowns. He's he's always 40, been a 5000 yard guy though. 43 last year. Yep. So, it, it it's just hard because even even with 40 touchdowns and over 4000 uh passing yards, he was still only quarterback number 8 because he only rushed for rushed for like 5 yards. There's no, just 6 yards. 6, six? yards. Oh. And he had three touchdowns. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> he's the king of the one-yard run. <laughs> he's one of the best. He might be the best from the one-yard line of all time. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I, I'm really, uh, other than uh, as, you know, as a, uh, a super flex where I do that quarterback number two real fast, I, I don't think I'm going to have too much Brady. He's my uh, QB one in Rasball. Yeah, I, well... That's a super flex. So, well, no, it's not a no, super flex. Not. He fell. He it's, a fell late. it's a hybrid. He, he fell but, really uh, late. A, a, a best ball hybrid like that, you have to look at it as a super flex because yeah. you, you know you're going to be using both quarter, all your quarterbacks. All right, so you do have one share of Brady so far. I got, I got you know, one, one and one done. One yeah, and I, done. I, I think I have a, a dynasty share somewhere, but that's not going to change. So, oh, actually, I do. I do actually. Right. All right, so let's talk about Mr. Aaron Rodgers. 53 touchdowns, six INTs, NFL MVP. Uh, everybody scammed us all, all offseason when we were fading it, saying, like, I'm not playing this game. I don't know if he's going to be in Denver. I don't know if he's going to sit out. And everybody that took the value is getting paid off now. But it still mm -hmm. seems like there's value there. At, at 76 yeah. overall, the ninth quarterback taken, I, I, think, I think I'm in on that now. If he was playing, he didn't pull this shit, you know, this all this stuff, the shenanigans, I probably would have taken him round two in fishbowl if he was there. Right. Because you're getting a top-notch quarterback right there. Right. I would, I probably would have put him over Herbert. Right. We're, we're at the point now he's not going to run much anymore, so he needs to do it with the volume in the, in the, the passing game and the touchdowns. 
you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and predict 50 touchdowns for anybody. You know, if he gets in that 35, 40 range, he'll, he'll be among the league leaders. I, I would assume, you know, the INTs are low. It, it, it's, it's pretty easy, man. With those weapons, he, he should be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Randall right. Cobb back. Right. All right. Yeah. I like that, man. I, I, I have a couple of spots where I've taken him. Yeah. Why not? Chemistry right. there. So if you miss out on Rogers, Stafford to me is a pretty nice consolation prize. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan, man. I'm loving him. I, I love him this year. That eight, offense. Eight, 4,000 yard seasons. Come on, man. And that he's never, offense. and he's never been healthy and he has eight, 4,000 yard seasons. Yeah. Yeah, he's a steal at his current. Uh, I love him. He's got Cooper Cup. He's got Robert Woods, uh, Van Jefferson. Uh, they have all his talent around him. Right. Higby. Higby. Uh, Andy can never get enough Higby. <laughs> 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 See, I, I, you know what's crazy, too? He has the most uh, touchdowns and passing yards in NFL history by someone who has never won a playoff game. Wow. He got robbed in that Dallas game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm big on this. I, I, I think he's going to be a boon. Um, late bye week. I like the late bye, late bye weeks. Number eleven, eighty three, going in the eighth round. I'm in. Yeah, and I, I didn't mention too earlier with the uh, with strategies too. If you're taking one of these early quarterbacks, not not this tier more so, but like the Kyler, Josh Allen, Mahomes with the late bye, I wouldn't even draft a second quarterback. Yeah, I agree with and, you. And in a standard home redraft. Same thing with the tight end. You take Kelsey in round one, you should not be taking a tight end at all, unless it's a super flex or a premium or anything. Right. I I, I tend to agree with you on that. Um, I, I In my opinion, the next five or six guys are all kind of interchangeable. And I don't know. If, if, if you didn't get in the top 10 with Stafford, I'd probably wait until the bench rounds to take my yeah. quarterback then because I feel pretty good about – let, 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 let's group them together. Hertz, Tannehill, Burrow, Lawrence, maybe Matt Ryan. So um, those five, who's jumping out at you? Hertz, Burrow, Trevor, Tannehill, and what was, what was the other one? Matt Ryan. Tannehill and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just saw today Bengals camp, Burrow struggling. Um, pass rush is crushing their offensive line. What a shocker. They should have took Penali Sewell. <laughs> no big deal. You know, don't need to protect your valuable quarterback or anything. But, yeah, I, I, I fade Burrow on that alone. I'm taking Tannehill or Ryan over him. Hertz is – he's the wild card. He had a great, you know, finish to the season. Can he, can he you know, recuperate it? Can he do it again? We don't know. But, but that's the thing is that the, the upside mm-hmm. is that he's Kyler Murray. Yeah, the upside is league winning. Yeah, the, this guy has the potential for you know seven hundred to a thousand rushing yards. Every draft you look for this year's Lamar Jackson. I mean, could could he be it? We don't know, but he very very possible. Yeah, see, I I kind of like the the idea of going safe and upside. So if I'm going to take Hertz in round eight, so I basically have established my starters. I'm gonna and I'm gonna take a second quarterback quickly. Yeah, right away, like quickly. Right and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Lawrence or Tannehill at that yeah. point to put yeah. with him because the chance the chance that Hurts ends up on the waiver wire is 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 a possibility. 
Mm-hmm. Like he may just suck. Yeah. He's inaccurate. You know, he, he doesn't have a strong arm. You're basically just buying the legs, which is kind of unfortunate now that we've really demented fantasy football to the quarterback is really just about running and nothing else. I think we might have to go back to more six point touchdown pass leagues. Well, you get a four point touchdown. Who cares? Every quarterback yeah. throws, you know, it's, it, the, it's the legs are much more important. Right. Right. Yeah. And at that point, it, that what's the difference between 30, 30 touchdown guy and a 40 touchdown guy. If, if that's only 40 points, yeah. but, th- but the 30 touchdown guy is running for 600 yards in a super you know? flex. If it's a six point touchdown, I'm taking that quarterback round one, round two, easy round three, right. maybe, you know, whatever. Right. Right. All right. So Hertz at 85, you'd, so you'd probably rather just wait till after pick 110 and take Matt Ryan. Yeah. It's he throws a lot of interceptions, but yeah, but it's Kyle he's Pitts always, now. he's always throwing the ball. Yep. They're always behind. Right. And, and he had no help in the passing game from the running back last year. And Mike Davis is much better than, than, than uh, just adequate. He's good in the yeah. passing game. So yeah. that, that might work for him. Ooh, and they got Devontae Freeman now, too. Ooh, yeah. That was the Saints. Oh, the Saints got him? I thought, the, I thought he him. came back to the Falcons. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I love Devontae Freeman. Is that your throwback player of the week? <laughs> no, no. He's not, he's not that the good. He's usually good. retired, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, Nick, Nick, you you bear, you breezed over Trevor Lawrence. You're not in on this? I have him. I have him. I think a fishbowl I took him. You, um, ha- you have to be. You have to be. Their defense is I like horrible. Him. I like him. They're going to be throwing uh, the ball all day. I, I, take, I take absolutely no stock in them saying, like, I think the other day he threw three picks in training camp. I take no stock in that. He's going to be fine. He's very safe, I think. I think I don't think he's gonna blow it up, but I think he's gonna be very in the middle of the pack, very safe. He's going as the fourteenth quarterback overall. Yeah, so he's a backup at a standard twelve team league. Right. I, I I think what I think where the industry's getting it wrong with him is most projections that you see out there are giving him like two hundred rushing yards. I bro, I, I, I watched almost every guy every goddamn game this guy played yeah. in college. He's capable of five, six hundred rushing yards. He absolutely mm-hmm. is. He he's great with the ball in his hands. I, I mean, he's not a burner or anything like that. No, but no, he, no. He just has the he has the same athleticism and skill with the ball in his hands that Ryan Tannehill does. And nobody gives Tannehill credit for his rushing ability, but that's what makes him good. He, he's a five hundred yard rushing ability guy, and I, I I truly believe that Lawrence will be that. And nobody's projecting for that. Yeah. It's fine. So I'm with, with with the weapons, the fact that they're going to be a losing team, they're going to be playing from behind all the time. You know, th- this guy, he he actually even with ATN, he was he was uh oh, he only checked down less than 10% of the time while at Clemson. He you know, everything that and maybe that's what what they see in ATN as a as a a possible wide receiver at times is a lot of his pass attempts weren't checkdowns. They they were design runs, and, you know, bubble screens and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm buying in. I've been buying in on Trevor Lawrence since the first day I saw him. So I, I'm not going to now that he's in the NFL back down because he's on the Jaguars. You know, if, if how is all this LaVisca Chenault love going to come to fruition if Trevor Lawrence isn't, isn't a quarterback one? Yep. Right. Yep. So, hypocrites. I tell you, they are. <laughs> 
All right, so we're basically out of that. There's a couple of upside guys. I'm sure Nick, you know, you want to talk about Fields a little bit? Yeah, he's gonna. Uh, Matt Nagy's not gonna start him right away. Um, I think it's been pretty clear. He's been clear about it. But Justin Fields is too good not to play. Um, he's your. He is that league winner. He has that league winning potential. Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, uh, Mooney's out there. He's got the weapons. He's got the talent. I think by week two or three, he's starting and. I'm, He's going to go undrafted, I think, in a lot of these leagues or very, very, very late because people are going to say, oh, he's not starting, so I'm just going to take somebody else. And that's the mentality you're going to be going against in some of these home drafts. So I, I like Fields a lot and the as, the as a QB, too. And the, Bears have, and the Bears have a brutal start of the season, too. So yep. uh, they're going to let Dalton get creamed, and then they're going to bring him in. Yep, exactly. <laughs> They're sending him out there to get injured. Potentially. <laughs> hey, yeah. go, go get hurt, man. <laughs> yeah. Go punch, go punch well, I, heard, I, I, actually, I actually heard that uh, Dalton's really bought into Fields and spent a lot of time and trying to develop him and their relationship. So it's not like an Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jordan Love type situation, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation. So uh, yeah. he's, he's given him all the information he needs. So I think it'll be good. Nice. So, so Nick, I, I'm of the mindset that when you're looking at this, like like you're talking about how Fields could be a league winner, yeah. is there is there any reason at all then to to have Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Big Ben? Why would you have any of these guys on your team? Well, look at their when you could just take you could you you could take Fields and just wait for the upside and pray. Yeah, the backups. That's 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 right. simple as that. But I'd rather have Fields, obviously. If I'm taking, I don't know, if I'm taking Matt Stafford or Ryan Tannehill, yeah, I'm going to pair him with Justin Fields. Situation like that, I'm definitely taking him as my QB too. I mean, I'd rather have him than Baker. Baker's good. Don't get me wrong, but Fields can win your league. But would you do that? Like if I had Stafford, who we all love, mm -hmm. why would I waste on Justin Fields where I know I'm sold on Injury, Stafford? Injuries. Injury history. Yeah. I just want to grab that one guy off. Into the if I take the if Biden. I take yeah if yeah. I take a Kyler or anything like that I probably wouldn't even bother taking them but or if value presents itself that's the only other reason. Andy, let me answer that question for you. When you draft Matt Stafford as the tenth quarterback overall, you're drafting him knowing that he's going to be between the eighth and the twelfth quarterback by the end of the season if he stays healthy, right? With Fields. This guy could be QB QB one. It could happen, right? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I, I'm more on Lance, uh, but that's the possibility. Why, why you why you would draft somebody like that is just for the possibility that something happens that none of us saw coming, and he's just an absolute league winner. And it, it does tend to happen almost every year. He's on a good so, team too. He's on a playoff yeah. team. Yep. So. I, I'm higher on Trey Lance than that, and that's actually uh, my best bet of the week. Uh, my prop bet of the week is Trey Lance to win the Rookie of the Year at Ooh. plus eight fifty. Okay, wow. Um, last year I was on Burrow, 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 Burrow to win it, and he was going to win it until he MCL'd himself. Uh, this year the the Rookie of the Year right now looks. Lawrence is the heavy favorite at plus 300. That, I think that's a good bet. And then after that is Pitts at plus 750, which I think is dead money. Yep. Um, 
Najee Harris is plus 800, which is probably a good bet, but the award always goes to a quarterback if as a tiebreaker. So I would take uh, Lance at plus 850 or Fields at eight, plus 850 over Lawrence at plus 300. But I'm a Lance guy over Fields, so you could go either way with that. All right, one noticeable omission that we had as we're talking about quarterbacks because I'm, I, I just don't even want to say his name anymore is Deshaun Watson. Where are we at with that? Pass. That's a no thank you? Nope, no thanks. Out of here. Let's move on. Not touching. Not touching. All right. You know what time it is? It's game time. No, it's 2 o'clock, right? It's oh. 2 o'clock. Oh. Let's let's talk about my guy. I think you should exit stage after that joke. <laughs> uh, oh boy all right so i think tua is the most disrespected quarterback in fantasy sports and in real sports um i don't understand why he's be his his prop is like 23 passing touchdowns and only like 185 rushing yards i'm gonna hammer the over in rushing yards big time he last year him and Fitzpatrick were two and four in the league in fastest release times. The whole offense was built on a three-step drop, get rid of the ball, throw it to the tight ends because they didn't even have wide receivers. It's going to be different now. He's going to be in the pocket a lot more that, than what everybody's used to. The offensive line is better than it was last year. It, it, he's got such a ridiculously good uh, deep ball, and he's got the Patrick Mahomes ability to – throw while he's scrambling and, and the innovative and, and, uh, you know, playmaking ability like that. I, I can't see how he ends up as quarterback 21 for fantasy. Like he's being drafted. I think he's going to be a, a, a high end quarterback too. I think he'll be closer to that range where Matt Ryan is and he's being criminally underdrafted. I took him in the fourth round of the Scott fishbowl. I mean, I know that was bold and a little bit out, out of sequence, but it was a guy. I'm like, I, this is where I plant my flag. This is going to be my guy. I'm going to do it with those weapons. I, I I don't see how it possibly fails. You said 180 my, yards. My yeah, his prop is like 180 yards rushing. So, so they're basically saying 10, 10 yards a game. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Like like it, he played last year on a reconstructed hip. Like he he had a grandma injury. Like he's. <laughs> I, I hate to say, but have you seen pictures of him? This guy's diesel now, bro. He's not a little guy anymore. He built up, man. He built up strength. He's going to be all right. Like it, he's a perfect quarterback too in Superflex, absolutely. And you know the chances of him popping off more than somebody like Fields? No, I don't think so because he's not going to run for six, seven, eight hundred yards. But I, I, I think that he's being uh, disrespected. So go get, go get some. Um, Fitzpatrick, what do we think? 164 overall. You prefer him over Derek Carr? They're being drafted the same. Give me Derek Carr for job security. Okay. Yep. So you think Fitz's job is in jeopardy? I think, yeah. He's, I think uh, Henneke played very well last year. I think, and I think um, Ron Rivera's even hinted to it that um, it could be a quarterback competition right now. Okay. Do you see Fitz, Fitz, Fitzpatrick every year? He has. 
five, six games in a row where he's a monster. Then he gets taken out because he's, he's, yep. he gets struggles. He takes a lot of chances and then he comes back. It's, it's just he, a roller coaster ride. He's going to come out week one, throw for 500 yards, rip out his chest yeah. hair, do the whole big <laughs> fiasco. And then week two, he's going to throw for five yards. He's going to be in my waiver wire article and then disaster. all right nick i'm gonna put you on the spot who's the starting quarterback for the new orleans saints Jameis winston but but i don't think it's gonna be committed i think you're gonna see Taysom hill coming in stealing touches and stealing goal line stuff and i think it's a disaster for some reason sean payton loves him i don't know why Jameis winston i think deserves a chance he he did and he went 30 30 yeah, but he got LASIK. <laughs> so now he can see them, right? He got now he's twenty twenty, right? So yeah, I, I'm not going to have Jameis anywhere, but I'll have no, some. Ta- uh, I'll have some Taysom Hill just because there's a floor. Because even if he's not the starting starting well, quarterback, here's the more important question: Is he tight end eligible in any of the leagues? Because last oh year he my was. God. Please God, don't do that. I think he was tight end eligible in ESPN last year. Was it ESPN? Yeah, it was, was ESPN. It was it was ESPN, and then after like two weeks, they walked it back. Yeah, they realized they made oh, him a crap. QB only. I'm like, come on, yeah, figure it out. That. You can't you can't do that. <laughs> One of the DFS sites had him as a tight end for a little while too. That's fantastic. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. There, there, I remember having a DFS lineup, and I had two quarterbacks in it. I'm like, well, I'm your rich friend this week, but he was like 98 <laughs> percent owned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Mm. All right, so we're just not even messing with Winston at all, right? No, don't touch. There's don't no touch. reason to do this. Not it's, even in it's more so that situation more so affects skill position, not the quarterback, because nobody's touching those guys. Right. All right. Well, now I have a question for you. How horrible is it to be a Jets fan that you move on from Sam Darnold, who's the 27th fantasy quarterback, and you get Zach Wilson, who's the 29th fantasy quarterback? Dis- disrespect. Is it the same disrespect as Tua, and people are going to get surprised? Have you oh, have you been watching Jets training camp? Have you been trying my very best not to? I don't blame you. But, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's the Elijah Moore show, which we will talk about in a couple of weeks. But I think uh, Wilson's been doing pretty well in camp. Um, I wouldn't expect him to be a QB one this year, but I would expect respectable numbers out of him. I think he's having a better season than Sam Darnold. That's for sure. And reports are saying that Darnold is struggling right now in camp pretty bad, too. Yeah, he's throwing picks already. Shocker. Yeah. Zach Wilson's throwing bombs to Elijah Moore all day long. That's amazing. Let, let me ask you a question about Darnold. Uh, I, I saw he, every year in his career, he's been in the bottom five of pass attempts inside five yards, right? Mm-hmm. So he basically doesn't throw to the running back. Does that give you cause for concern for CMC, or is it, completely different system and he's going to have to adjust to the system. I think CMC is QB proof. You got Joe Brady running the offense in Carolina. So it's Joe Brady is the next head coach next year. So he's, he's got something going on there. I wouldn't worry about McCaffrey, but I think Donald, I like Donald when we draft him, but I think he's broken. All right. So, so we're basically looking at both of these guys as QB threes, right? I think. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think next year, Wilson could be a, one, two borderline, but not this year. Okay. All right. Jared Goff, any interest? Yeah, it's pretty low. I, I wouldn't take him, but that's pretty low. You're getting him basically for free at he's ADP free. 195. So. Yeah, he's free. I mean, I wouldn't touch him, really. 
Right. I, I, I have him as a backup in a couple spots. I, 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 like I have a dynasty league that I start Kyler Murray and, and it's a one quarterback and, and he's my backup and I'm more than happy with that. Cause yeah, I'm, it's fine. I, I don't want to have to make a decision at quarterback ever. So he's, he's a perfect guy in that situation. He's um, I was reading that he's going over with Amon Ross St. Brown, um, some Cooper cup tactics. So he's trying to mold him into that, into that fitting. That works for me. Which would be fantastic. That works for me. All right. Why is Cam Newton the last quarterback being drafted of of the starters? Because Mac Jones is going to take over at some point. People don't don't know when. That's disgusting. It's disgusting, but that's that's what the deal is right now. Okay. So, but but what do we expect out of Mac Jones, though? Nothing. I I don't know. Nothing. But here's the thing. I'm taking, I don't know. I'm taking Matt Stafford round eight. I'm taking... Tannehill round 10, why would I take Cam Newton when I would need Cam Newton for immediately? Uh, you know, it would just make no sense to take Cam Newton, maybe have him for your bye week, and then he's not starting by your bye week. Jeff, well, Jeff, is, Jeff is taking Cam Newton. I'm, I'm taking a lot of Cam Newton, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah you he's, have to realize that Bel- uh, Belichick just said that he's the quarterback, he's, he's doing good, and even Jeff brought some stat about him being one of the most consistent passers, even though people don't think he's consistent. I, I think that's a tremendous value. And uh, I think, you know, taking him as the last quarterback is, you know, free free money. I, I've taken him as my number three quarterback in Superflex twice already. I I, I have him in uh, in the fishbowl too. And I, oh, I it's absolutely, great, it's great value. I absolutely love it. Oh, it's great value. Be- because his upside is, is, is uh, being a, a top 10 QB for fantasy. Absolutely. Because he's good. He's. He's got a 450 rushing yard floor. And you mentioned it too. He loves Greg Olson. You get yep. the, as John Smith calls it, the Boston tight end party, the Boston tea party, which I might be stealing. All right. No, nothing. No, no. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> All right. Where are we at with Tyrod Taylor? I know we have a couple shares of this guy. If he starts, which I think he will, I think Tyrod's a very decent option. I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't draft him. But I think he might be a serviceable bye week replacement if you draft, say, Mahomes, and you're looking for that one week, you know, matchup playing. But that's yeah. it. All right, so he's boring. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then if he's not doing great, Davis Mills comes in and don't even look. All right, so where are you at, Nick, with uh, Carson Wentz now and that whole situation? Nope. Cross Gone. him off then. Yep. Nick Foles is going to come in and save the day, just like last time. Right. Now, now, Andy, I know I told you to buy some Eason rookie cards. I got them. I got them. I know. <laughs> I know. But I think that it's a possibility that that might be a dud because mm-hmm. I, I really think that there's a really good chance that he'll get passed over and Sam Ellinger becomes the quarterback of this team. They love that kid. He lo- he looks good and and for fantasy wise he's got the legs man he's not he doesn't have a big arm but he's got the legs and the playmaking ability so I think that he could pop off for fantasy yeah they love him mm-hmm. yep there's a lot of good reports coming out that you know th- this is going to be a battle so we shall see I don't know what Wentz's contract looks like but I was listening to um, somebody from the Indy Star who was on Sirius XM the other day and they said they have no interest in tip bringing a uh, vet right now and. Which they, they should bring a bet, he thinks, but they said no, they don't have no intentions right now. All right. 
All right, Nick, you got any more nuggies out there, quarterback related or Chicken anything else? Nuggies, yeah. Um, nuggies. nothing right, nothing right now. Um, no nuggies. We, we talked about it. Um, the home leagues. My my strategy is just wait on the QBs. You take that quarterback early. That's it. You're not taking another one for the rest of the draft. You take one that's seven to ten range. All right, take take two quarterbacks. You can match up play. Whoever has a better matchup, start them that week. But um, yeah, I'm not a big reach for quarterback guy unless somebody falls like drastic, like Kyler falls around six, like something drastic has to happen for me to jump like that. Right. All right. Cool. Good job. Good job. All right, Andy, you got a throwback player for us before we head out of here. I do. Let's see who can guess this one. My money is on Jeff, but you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. Now, and this is in this this. Not so far back, 2005. All right. My man had 18, 80 yards rushing, and 27 rushing touchdowns. And he helped me go into the, deep into the playoffs. What year? Who is he? With Danny Tomlinson? With Danny Tomlinson. No. That's a good question. Good guess, but no. O- Olandis Gary. No, no. What team? Sean Alexander. Alexander. Oh, yeah. Sean Alexander. Lost the rushing wow. yard by one yard to Curtis, wow. my favorite Martin. Yep. My, 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 fa- my favorite thing about Sean Alexander is there, there, there's a, a, a clip in the office where Daryl and, and uh, I think it's Jim are talking about fantasy football. And he says he traded Sean Alexander because he needed a defense and that it was a good trade. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh God. man. You guys didn't do any research on actual fantasy football before you made that scene. So, whatever. All right. You guys got anything intelligent to say before we get out of here? Nope. Kept it under an hour. I'm pretty proud of us. We did. Not bad. Not bad. Quarterbacks are easy. Like, you know, it it is what it is. Everybody, it's more of a theory conversation than a player conversation. Next week, we'll be doing running backs. We could probably go on for two, three hours on that one. Uh, You know, especially if, uh, if we get a Joe Mixon injury between now and then, it, it sounds like he's uh, limping a little bit already. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah. What's the What's the update with the uh, time start time next week? Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Next week we're actually batting leadoff uh, on the Fantasy Six Pack channel. The Fantasy Six Pack Hour is going to be on Wednesday at nine o'clock because Joe Joe Bond is going to the uh, Fantasy Football Expo. And we are not, so we're going to lead off for him and move up to 7 p.m. when we're doing our running backs. So I mean, hopefully hopefully I mean, we keep it under two hours, even though he never starts on time anyway. So <laughs> if he's late, he's late. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for everything. Appreciate you guys. He's at AMAC22NJ, at NMimi. I'm at JTrella20. It's been fun. Trevor, thanks for all you do. Take us on out of here. Peace, guys. Later. See you later. See you. Come on, give me a break. I just need some